to Sword and Board. I'm Luke. And I'm Lars. Uh, this is an attempt to rank every fantasy film ever made. Uh, Lars, how's your week going? My week's going pretty well. I got to stay home on Friday with my daughter. She was sick. And again, I'm using lots of air quotes there. <laughs> um, unfortunately, with daycare, if you're one degree over 98.6, that means you have a fever. And that means that you can't come in. So that means um, we got to have a play day, which Aww. it's, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. So we uh, we did that. And then today we rode our bikes to the ballpark um, and used muscles in my legs that I have not used in a long time. <laughs> Again, you're listening to a podcast where two people rank fantasy movies so yeah we are exactly cyclists <laughs> but, uh, uh, no but it, it, it was a lot of fun how about you um i'm doing well uh we went to a farmer's market today again just my slow decline into being you know a 70 year old man it's um, not that slow no it's not i've i've fallen fallen hard it's just nice it's pleasant it's a nice little day it's a pop-up farmer's market at the uh at a uh, state park near me. That's every. That's the first Sunday of every month, and it's nice. And then you know what? We need some more pleasantness, mm-hmm. don't we? We all need some more pleasantness. Mm-hmm. And uh, we made a big spread of you know roast vegetables and had just a nice relaxing day. And uh, excellent. Yes, I thought so. <sighs> Unfortunately, eventually, <laughs> <laughs> you know. I'd love it when these transitions were, because I feel like, you know, we're doing pretty good with our lives. We both have beautiful women that, that somehow love us, and we have a, an amazing family network and friend network. We have really wonderful interests. So I feel like when we talk about our weeks, it, it generally is pretty positive. And then it's the soul-crushing transition to this endeavor that we're doing. I'd love it to be able to talk to to good movies eventually. Yeah. But I know that the vast majority of the movies that we're going to have to watch are going to be fucking terrible. Well, see, that's the thing. I was I was blown away when um you you started last week, I'll start this week. So, I honestly I just have been going on to Amazon Prime and typing in keywords that are in fantasy movies, and that's how we got that's how we got The One Warrior and that's how we got Dragonfire. And then this one was uh, recommended to me because of everything else that we've managed to watch. What words are you typing in? Because you need to stop typing in those words. I'm literally typing, I literally typed in dragon. And that just dropped a bunch of movies into me. And then this, uh, this week's is uh, 1982's Ator the Fighting Eagle, uh, an Italian fantasy film. I loved this. I thought this was fantastic because it was, it was garbage. I was kind of blown away when you told me that you didn't. Uh, yeah, you you go ahead. Okay, you you, you, need, so, you need this joy more than I do. <laughs> so the the whole plot of the film as it is, which it starts out on a, it just it goes hard almost from mo- from the moment the movie starts because it's about a a guy who a long long prophecy and great great credit sequence with just Ator the Fighting Eagle and bright fire flames. <laughs> And <clears throat> yep, yep. And then the you have the the you have that mountain scrape, and they they have that long, long, long-winded prophecy that keeps talking about how things, and it goes on and it doesn't stop about a cult of the spider. And it's this is clearly a, a Conan ripoff because spiders, uh, snakes. I get it. Fine. Um, no eagles. No but... eagles. No 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 fight. No eagles fighting or otherwise. 
No for, sitting. Yeah, or, <laughs> yeah, there's no yeah. sitting eagles. So it goes through this whole thing about how Ator will be the one to defeat the spider cult through a variety of things. And so the leader of the spider cult, showing foresight, decides to kill everyone. Which, you know, okay. Everyone or every little boy. Every little boy at this particular time who could be Ator. And then he... Very, very Willow. Yep. Very... And, and Moses. But and, he, oh, and the, and the Omen 3. Willow is what yeah. I thought. Yeah. But, yeah. I went I went to the Omen 3. Because... <laughs> so very religious. Yeah, is exactly. That, that's, you're saying that we're very religious, that you went to the, the Sam Neill Omen, and I went to Willow, and then I had to really think, oh yeah, that was also like a religious story, right? Right, yeah. Great. Uh huh. Sunday school worked out great for us, didn't it? Um, <laughs> so he finds out that he is going to be, or he doesn't find out. He just grows up with this barbarian tribe and is raised by this couple, and they have their own daughter at the same time. And then, like the third line of the movie, it just immediately just goes off and says, you know, I wish we could marry each other, but we're brother and sister. Whoa. They, like, I yeah, shouted uh, that. <laughs> I'll talk with our father about this because I want to. First of all, Ator looked really weird to me. He was really pretty yep. and just looked like his hair was really blown out. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned that this is Italian. I mean, apparently cocaine was also a thing in Italy. That's what I kept thinking about. Was that yeah. how much cocaine was used in the development of this movie? And to your point, that the third line of it was, hey, how about a little bit of incest? Yeah. And just, guy's name is Miles O'Keefe. You know, we just got Miles and Miles O'Keefe. <laughs> Wait, Ator's name was Miles O'Keefe? Yes. It was, it was produced. Very Italian. Oh, it was produced in, in Italy in the same way that there were like spaghetti westerns and things like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, Italian horror, horror, you know, giallo films. The giallo, yeah. Yeah. And so it's actually not bad. Like it's got decent acting and swordplay and things like that. And I love how your your voice went up so high on bad. It's <laughs> not bad. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um. I was like I was gripped to the seat the whole time because I'm like this this owns bones the whole the whole time, and there were some bits that I thought were really co- really cool and interesting, and I'm all for animal sidekicks and the bear cub just. Bear Cub was great. I, yeah. Yes, I The fact that, that they used Bear Cub as a distraction, the same distraction three different times, hands down, big fan, big fan. And then the, the fight with the shadow at the end of it, where he fight he he does the sword fight against his shadow. Yeah, an actual shadow. And that, that actually, I mean, well, so we're jumping around to all these things. Like, yeah. what was the, like, A to B? Like, some, a- like what's the plot? Okay, Ator, born with a birthmark that kind of looks like an eagle sword. Bad guy goes to kill him. Yeah, it, yeah, it's an eagle sword. It kind of looks like a sword. It kind of looks like an eagle. It can't decide. Ator gets... <laughs> It's a seagull. Oh, God. Actually, it's more of an albatross. Um, A swiegel? A swiegel. A A sword, sword eagle. Oh, God. All right, Uh, so, so, (laughs) Ator. He, uh, he gets raised by a barbarian village, and the bad guys attack again, as you do, because it's a barbarian village in a fantasy movie, and it's just begging to get sacked. And then it goes, he goes on the, he kidnaps his sister, who he wants to marry, because they're not actually sisters, they're not actually brother and sister, but they're raised as such. Which he learns about when he goes to tell his father that, hey, I'd like to marry my sister. Oh, thank goodness. And at first, when that happened, I was like, oh, great, the father's into the incest. Gross. Yeah. And then, oh no, it's okay. We adopted you. Oh, so this is when you're going to tell me that I'm adopted? I mean, great. I get to marry her and that's not, not weird, but I have lots of other questions now. Yeah, you have you have not you have not helped your your thing. You have um, completely pulled the rung out from my world. 
thanks. <laughs> yeah. So he goes through the whole process of fighting. He fights the bad. Get her back. He's right? trying to get his sister back, and he runs into some Amazons. I think. Yeah, he does. And he's ri- he's partially trained by the guy who runs by the former priest of the spider cult, who's excommunicated. I don't remember why. I don't think it's ever actually specific specified as to why. Yeah. So he fights a bunch of stuff. He rescues some people. I actually don't even know if he rescues anyone because it kind of just all mm-hmm. bl- blurs together. But he gets. Yeah, sad. I mean, it was just it just it, he he's going to trying to rescue his sister wife, right? Or yeah. sister fiance. Yes. And then uh, they go to. It's a pretty standard, you know, point A, point B, and then this happens, and then this happens. But it's massaged a lot better compared to, like, the Dragon Warrior, because it's not, you know, it's not traveling by map. The more I think about it, as as enjoyable as this was, it's kind of just very shallow on my brain. And the things that stick out are just the, the really cool things or the really weird things, like implied Spell incest. Fight was neat. The, the fight giant... with the big spider at the end was pretty cool. I liked how it shot from the spider's perspective, so you kind of hit it, you know, but... You know, a lot of these things, budgetary constraints sometimes make it a better movie, right? So, like, a more interesting movie. So, hey, we don't have money for a monster. How about he fights a shadow of a person that we just backlight <laughs> onto and, a wall? And I, I have seen shadow fights in a lot of things where they'll just put someone in complete black and make him look like a shadow and that just looks cheesy but actually having him fight the shadow on the wall with pretty decent choreo- uh, choreography i liked i agree but it was kind of just the more i think about it as much as as enjoyable as it was and i i do wish i had seen this like 20 years ago because this is the kind of movie i would have put on in the background when i'm playing D or something because it's it's cheesy and i can look up and watch some sword fights and some thews but it's just yeah more i'm just killing it more and more to myself <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. You have sucked the joy out of this for me. I'm sorry. I just there was no joy for me except the end. So he he goes through the standard quest. He looks weird. He I I was just bored the whole time. Like it wasn't bad enough where like I was laughing. It for me was bad enough where I was like ugh. Like what what the fuck are we watching? This is so bad. Yeah. Um. The saving grace. It was actually all redeemed at the end. So he goes back and gets with his sister fiance, and they're frolicking through the woods while I believe they took the song for your eyes only yeah the James Bond song mm-hmm. and wrote different words and that is what's playing over this frolic through the woods as they go back home <laughs> and that saved it for me that was like okay well this is now the best move this is better than Return of the King <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> if only oh god but, um I have a question what's up why? So first of all, the the villain, you know, he's the spider cult guy. You know, pretty standard. Um, yeah. But he has, like, this lair, and there's all these henchmen that he has, right? He's not just the spider cult guy. Mm-hmm. Why do bad guys have guards that just stand around all day? Like, his guard, like, it's not like they're patrolling. Yeah. But guards, like, his guards were in the amphitheater, like, around him. Yeah, they're, they're just, just standing there. Well, like, what the hell are they waiting for? That is a horrible use of resources. They're, yeah, they're not patrolling. They're not even, like, his bodyguards. They're just at spots. It looks imposing. I feel like but there it was... It looks imposing for him. Like, yeah. he would look up all day and, like, ooh, I'm a bad guy. Like, it wouldn't look up and, like, wouldn't feel safe. It's like, oh, these guys could eventually just go off at any time. And there's, um... If yes, like, that's like, what I did a lot. I did a lot, lot of that. Of your, yeah, I know. I was, <laughs> I was actually in the process of, like of mending like a pair of jeans while doing this. I'm like, Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. <God. laughs> what? 
No, that is. I, I just just imagining you mend, like mending jeans, darning socks. Hey, hey, don't knock it till you tried it. I, I'm mending my jeans whilst watching Ator. Fighting eagle. Somehow, somehow you also have anybody that's mending jeans has a British accent. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, yeah. That's no, it's <laughs> hey, it saves money on jeans. <laughs> Yeah, I know. A good pair of jeans is, is kind of expensive, and I'd like to keep them because they look nice on me. No, and it's just, yeah, it was kind of, like, the more I think about it, I think I res- resonated, it resonated so much with me because we watched, we've watched The NeverEnding Story. We've watched Dragonfire or The One Warrior and these things that are just kind of bleh. And this at least had a coherent plot and had some really cool bits and I was watching it the whole time, like, oh, man, this kind of rules. But I think it just could have been like, you know, oh, well, it's a regression to the mean. Uh, okay. Yeah. So I don't think it's precisely bad, but it's not good. The music was pretty good. I like that. The music was pretty good. Yeah. Look, I have to qualify everything I do. <laughs> you were really, really trying to defend this movie. And, it, and, and you know, it wasn't the worst thing. That we've watched together so far. Yeah. But it was just... I, I, it was like it was, flavorless cotton candy. It was Immortan Joe screaming at it, mediocre. I mean, yeah, it was... <laughs> so apparently on the Wikipedia, the working title of this movie was just fantasy. <laughs> you know? <laughs> if you need... Italians, just to the point. Yeah. You know, just let's not... We're not screwing around here. We're making a movie. <laughs> it's called Fantasy. Yeah. It's a fantasy movie. That's it. And then, well, the original title of it, you know, or not the original title of it, but the Italian title of it is it, uh, A Tour of the Invincible, which... So why is it the Fighting Eagle? What, I don't know. I, I want to know what, what your thoughts are on that. Why is it the it's the Fighting Eagle? Um, well, because eagles eat spiders. Look, I'm, I'm reaching, I'm, I'm, I'm reaching, man. And with that... Ator the fighting eagle, <laughs> resounding blow. All right. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Where are we thinking? I'm Let's talk about mine first. Okay. All right. I'm up for that. I'm gonna I'm talk about mine. T- for, I, I I think we should talk about both, and then we will. That way, we could once we can, because once we get we up, might once discuss we... something in here, and then it might make me say that. Okay. It might influence where I put the other one. So. All right. Mine. Very excited about getting back to this series. Deathstalker Two. Oh my God. So. This was. Oh God, this was so much better than the first one. Hundred percent. By like it's like they had a, a different person playing Deathstalker, which <clears throat> they did. Yeah, I um, which the, oh God, and still he stalks no death. He he stalks no death. I knew that I was going to love this movie a thousand percent more than Deathstalker. So, quick recap for Deathstalker for anybody that missed our first episode: what Deathstalker about about is rape, um, and then that is what it is about. Deathstalker Two is like a they realized, hey, maybe we shouldn't do that, and let's just kind of be more tongue in cheek. It's almost like if Mel Brooks got his hands on this kind of property and made a serious movie, so he didn't like it wasn't like a spoof movie, but made it so it was. So so self-aware the entire time. 
Yeah. I, um, um, from what I was reading, apparently when they were filming it in Argentina, uh, they sort of were starting to run out of money. And then like on the next a lot from the set. Was it on day two? <laughs> yeah, just about. <laughs> um, when from like the next lot of the set, they started, um, someone started like a trash fire and it was just a burning garbage heap next to the film, next to the production. So they just, it was all miserable the entire time. So like, fuck it. We're just going to make, we're going to have fun with this and try and make something that's kind of tongue-in-cheek and it works it does um again i knew that i was going to love this movie when so new death stalker who's um one of the guys from chopping mall i i spent the whole time thinking this guy was the guy from csi uh not uh william gibson uh but one of the um oh he played dale earnhardt in a movie and uh, uh, yeah okay yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) No, he he directed a bunch of those kind of shows later in life, but this guy was in an 80s um, horror movie that was also produced by Roger Corman, um, Chopping Mall, which is great. Roger um, Corman is an American treasure. He is wonderful. Um, <laughs> although he did, he is responsible, his production company is responsible for Deathstalker 1. He is also responsible for Deathstalker 2, so they kind of, it's a wash. Yeah. Um, but He also did guy, the Fantastic Four. He did the, fan, yes. He... <laughs> So, so death. This death. This guy seems to be having much more fun. He's smiling. He's like you know in the in the cold open. He's running around doing stuff. You know, swashbuckly stuff. And then he escapes. And the woman that he's stolen from says, <laughs> "Bring me back the chalice and Deathstalker too." <laughs> and uh. in my head, I'm like, "You didn't say Deathstalker T O O. You said Deathstalker T W O." Yeah. That's actually what you said. Um, so from here on out, I will be referring to this hero of as Deathstalker Two. Deathstalker Two. That is his name. Yeah. Um, it was incredible. I laughed so hard when she said that. Yeah, and it was it was such a perfectly timed joke, and I, I it's the thing that could only work in something super tongue in cheek, and it worked so well because it was so dumb, and that's what this yeah. movie was. It was just dumb. But it was it was dumb in the best possible ways. It was well done dumb. It was yeah. well done eighties dumb. Yeah. Um, okay, so again, standard plot of this kind of you know, Deathstalker is more. He's a thief. He's not, he doesn't stalk death. He's a thief and runs into this woman that has was a, a princess. She's been replaced by this evil sorcerer guy, and really, it's just trying to get the old princess back on the throne, right? I mean, that's kind of mm-hmm. that you know, when you boil it all down, that's what it's about, right? Um, um, the woman playing the princess, she also plays the evil princess, is the worst actress ever. She is horrible. Um, but she gives it her all, and I appreciate that. She gives it her all. Yeah, Look, yeah good for her. Good like, for that's her. the whole thing. Like, I, I, I am willing to, to give a pass to a lot of things because it's just such a... It had heart. Even though it shouldn't have. Even though it shouldn't have. They reused... There was... Correct me if I'm wrong, but there were a couple of shots that they just literally took from the first movie. Like, they just the took... Gamma, the Gamma Rean Guard well, they, shows well, up again? Yep, yeah, but I mean, like, it, I, I, that mud wrestling sequence. Was that the same mud wrestling sequence? Like, shot for... Like, the exact same one? They just took the... I think there's a lot of stuff that they reused, but they tamed it down. Like, this was... This was like if... Deathstalker was made, and it was all like in a, a cocaine '80s fuel binge. Mm-hmm. And then they woke up the next day and watched it, and they were prepping for making Deathstalker two. And they watched Deathstalker one with that hangover of like regret and shame, and they're like, "Oh, uh, we, we gotta do better this next time." Yeah, I mean, we can't like 
we gotta make a Deathstalker movie, but we gotta make it a little bit better. So it's like tamer. There's still way more boobs gratuitously thrown about, mm-hmm. but it's just tamer. And that's like the whole movie. It's not as off-putting as the first one was. This was just a lot more fun. I t- couple things. So, again, standard plot. Um, she asked him, Deathstalker 2, um, is that your first name or your last name? And I started thinking, what would be better? Is it better that, hey, I'm Deathstalker Flenderson. Or, a- or, Ad- or Admin or, Deathstalker. Or, or, you know, or Deathstalker. Nice to be. Like, what, what, would, what, are you, what the hell kind of question is that? I was like, what if his name is Deathstalker? <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, like he's got his, his brothers and sisters. They're like, well, stalker, um, revenge stalker. Um, he fills out on official forms, stalker, stalker comma, re- death. Stalker, comma, death. Stalker, comma, death. Episode title. Yep. Um, so, um, and then she asks him, what kind of work are you in? Like, and, and that I'm saying this in the voice that, like, what kind of work are you in? That That's how she talks the whole movie. What kind of work are you in? The most 80s. And I wanted him, to, the most 80s valley girl in a medieval movie, I wanted him to turn around and say death stalking. Yeah. That was the line of work that he was in. The, the, the sword play, like, he actually looked like he, he, they tried to do more sword fighting that worked to their... Yeah, this, and this guy wasn't as, as, like, ripped as the first Deathstalker, but he also seemed more competent as an actor. Yep. So, like, he got how to really play it up, you know, play up that whole thing. Mm-hmm. The sound, the sound effects of swords hitting each other were still terrible, but they were better, and it worked better. <laughs> That's this whole movie. It was terrible, but it was better. Yeah. <laughs> That's what this whole thing is. So one of the bad guys is named Chin. Like Chin is one of the like the there's tiered bad guys. There's like a real really bad sorcerer. And then Chin is like a mid level bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um so there's there's a main bad guy and then there's several others. There's like the woman that is chasing after Deathstalker too. Mm-hmm. And Chin is like this kind of nefarious guy that like knows a bunch of people. And, he, and the woman that's chasing after Deathstalker two hires Chin to go kill Deathstalker two and the and the princess. And Chin's going through his henchmen that he's hired. And it was like when Doctor Evil went around the table and introduced all of his villains. Yeah, like all of his like we have this person and it was like you know it had horrible names and all this kind of stuff and it went down the line and then the midget was buddy footstool rosa because of course the midget's name is footstool yeah i that was perfect i just it was such a yeah and they all were like oh cast out from ivan the by ivan the terrible for being too brutal (laughs) right of course, because apparently this fantasy world that is timeless is also our world, which you can actually date to a time frame because. Yes. <laughs> because. Because history books. So, you know, Deathstalker's with this princess that has been ousted, and Chin and Buddy Footstool Rosa and all of the other henchmen, they're shooting arrows at them and they're exploding. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that is a thing. Um, so Chin is defeated by Deathstalker and all of his people. And then he meets up with the woman that's chasing after Deathstalker 2. And they, she's like, well, you better explain it to head villain. I forget the guy's name. Okay, I'm calling him right now. And I really wanted him to put money into some sort of payphone. Yeah. But instead, it was like this misty lake. Yeah, it's the, they should have had some kind of, the, he should have thrown the coins into the lake. He did. He did? He threw the coins into the lake, yeah. Oh, 
Okay, well that that works for me. Never mind. I have no no complaints now. I yeah, I, I'm calling him right now and just toss his coins in the lake. Like, how much is it per minute? To, <laughs> what, to, is it long distance? Describe, <laughs> yeah, is it long distance to to call by? I can't describe this well enough to any, like anybody just needs to watch this one scene. They're in a swamp. Like they meet up after Chin's nefarious group has been defeated by Deathstalker two and the princess. He he's like, I'm I'm going to call the bad guy right now. And Jarek. throws money, Jarek, he throws money into a foggy lake, and that's what summon, like, he's able to then see, like, via hologram, Jarek. And then Jarek is pissed, so on his end, he stabs the pool of water where Chin's, in, like, his face is, the sword comes up through the other <laughs> lake and stabs Chin. That was incredible. Yeah. Why like... don't we have that kind of technology? Like, they had that kind of technology back for pay fogs. Why can't we, <laughs> we do that now? <laughs> Then there's that weird bit with the zombies. The zomb- <laughs> yes. So they go to a crypt. In the crypt, one of the names on the crypt was Bob Nestler. And it's like, where the hell is this supposed to be taking place? Like, when is this? Is this in the future? Is in the, like, what's going on? There's like a crucifix in all the graveyards. And I'm like, isn't this a time of magic before Jesus? And- I, I don't know. Why are you asking me these things? You have to know these things. I, I don't know. know who else to ask. I can't, yeah. ask. I can't ask Dust Doctor 2. I, I can't ask anybody because I don't have a pay fob. <laughs> well, you know, we should work on that then. You know, invest better. Get your 401k. I need, to, I need to invest in a pay fog. Yeah. That, well, that way, I, I, I just need to... <laughs> how does he I, dial? Like, how I does he choose... <laughs> How does he choose to di- to call that guy? Because like like oh sorry you know wrong pond like you you end I'm gonna up- lose a f- I'm gonna lose a fortune because from here on out the rest of my life anytime there's some sort of like morning mist over a body of water as I'm driving to work I'm gonna pull over and just throw change into it just to see who I can contact because <laughs> who knows on the other end of that pay fog oh god. That uh, zombie part was ridiculous. They, but not as ridiculous as they end up in another Amazonian. We're, we're going to be watching a, watching a lot of Amazon stuff, aren't we? Yeah, it, it's happened in three movies so far that I can one, think of. One warrior, this one, and in uh, Ator. And in Ator. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at the list, and those those so far seem to be the only ones that I can remember. Um, so. So there's Amazons, and then there's a boxing ring with like card, with, with, boxing with round ring. cards, with round with cards, round card girls, and the Rocky theme kind of plays like the da 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 da, like the yeah. like I, I know, then, uh, a serial number filed off version. Like yes, um, the woman that he fights. I don't know if you saw this at the end. She is credited as Queen Kong. Of course she is. That is her name. Of course, she is. She is. And Deathstalker Two, the and this is not the character name. The woman's name is Queen Kong. Oh my God. There's a lot. Yeah. So he fights a, a woman named Queen Kong in real life. Deathstalker to escape the Amazons, and he ends up beat. Does he beat her? No. Yeah. Oh no. Yes, he beats her because the rest of the Amazons decide that they want to have him father a new race of Amazon male hybrids. Also known as people. <laughs> also known as just people. There's a lot of spit takes in the yep. movie. The woman, the, the actress, actually says, oh, shit. Yeah. And it's like, where did, where did this come from? Where um, did this come from? So the, the evil sorceress, not the clone of the woman, not, not the clone of the princess, but the evil sorceress, at the end, he they kill her, and then they bring her back to life because that's what you do. So at the end of the movie, you know how she just walks off and says, you know, all right, I'm done. 
I'm no longer going to help you, and she walks off. Her actress had an earlier flight than everyone else, and they didn't know how else to write her out of the movie. That's what happened? Yeah. That's incredible. So they were filming, they, they had her up until like the last minute. Yeah. Like, you, you need to say this one line, so that way you can go catch your flight out of Argentina. And now, just I'm now just imagining that outfit on a plane from Argentina. Sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, I, I picture, you know, like, at least in this time period, that's that was the norm coming out of, of, of Buenos Aires. <laughs> yeah, just some kind of weird fantasy <laughs> fantasy thing. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. It's Argentina. Are they filming anything? No. Oh, they're making a sequel. Just Sucker 2. All right, great. Great, I like the first one. Good. <laughs> Kind of rapey. This one's not rapey. It's fine. It's a this lot one's going to be a lot more fun. Yeah. This one's a lot more fun. <laughs> um, there was a gag reel at the end of the movie. Yep. For I, a fantasy movie. That's that's fine. I'm actually, I want them to, like, at least that way they're they're not wasting the footage and they're not recouping, their, they can recoup their losses somehow. They're not wasting the footage. <laughs> this whole movie is wasted footage. This whole movie. Uh, I guess. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's better than, I mean, it, it, it was better than the first one. I had a lot of fun watching this movie. It was not a great, we talked about this last week, where there are bad movies that you have fun watching, and I feel like A Tour was that for you. Yeah. Deathstalker 2 was that for me. Oh, I, I thought this was um, great, but I, uh, I, I, I'm starting to swing back to around to liking this one more. Okay. Um, but at the same just, time, it, it just you know there, there there's bad movies that I, I, I don't, I'm never gonna watch this one again. I don't think mm -hmm. um, it was fun. I had more fun watching this one than the one Warrior. Absolutely, I had more fun watching this than Deathstalker. Yeah, there, there's, there's no comparison. There's absolutely no comparison. You know, but it's not a great movie by any stretch of the imagination. It's not even a good movie. You know, it's just, it was really stupid, and I laughed a lot during it. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know where that woman went on as far as acting is concerned, if you can call it that. Yeah. What is her name? Monique Gabrielle. Oh, she was Penthouse Pet of the Month, December 1982. Well, I mean, good. Good for her. I... She, was in she was in Bachelor Party. Okay. And then she's had a career as a B-movie. Actress. Look, I have often said that if I ever got into a into acting, I would want to do like one or two big solid films, and then go straight to stu to the Sci Fi Channel studios and do a couple of bad ones just to just to recover. And so yeah. if you're if you're making a career out of being a B movie person, then you are a hardworking real American hero. Oh no, I'm I'm not trying to I'm not trying to dog on her for that. I mean, that, I, she's been in more movies than I will ever be. Yep. Um, B B or otherwise. She was in Airplane Two, Flash Dance. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Lady Chatterley 2. <laughs> Wasn't Lady Chatterley like an actual... I, I have no idea. Probably? Was it an actual oh, movie? They're, they're porns. Never mind. I haven't seen those. <laughs> Mom, I promise. Uh, <laughs> um, uh. Yeah, I think I think both of these movies were things that we watched. <laughs> they were certainly um, images flashed across a screen, 32 frames a second, set to sound. Correct. Yes. So yeah, so where are you thinking? Uh... <laughs> where am I thinking? Where am I thinking? I think that okay. Of the two, which one's better? Deathstalker Death two. two. Yeah. Um... So then let, let's let's go back to Ator then. So Ator is going to be at the bottom of the list. I think Ator is better than Deathstalker. Yep. And I think it, I would stop. You think the One Warrior is better? I had more fun watching it. I did, I would actually say it, I would put it above the One Warrior. I think I, uh, because. Fine. Because I didn't hate every minute of Ator and the shadow scene. The fight against the shadow. 
there wasn't anything anywhere near as impressive in the One Warrior. I will, I will, okay, I'll agree with you. Because that, that's... I'll, I'll, I'll put Ator above One Warrior. Okay. Yep, and then uh, that means that it's Dragon Force... Or fire. Ator, One Warrior? Yes. I'd say Dragon Force, Deathstalker 2, Ator. I would have actually put Dragon... I would have put Deathstalker above Dragonfire. I kind of like... Yeah, because Dragon... Okay. Fi- Alright, Dragonfire, it was silly, but it didn't quite... I don't know. Dragon... I'm, ba- I'm bouncing back and forth between the two. Because they're very... See, I don't know. What, what's your reasoning about for Dragonfire above uh, Deathstalker? I think it's easier to be very self-aware and tongue-in-cheek and, like, goofy about it. Okay. Whereas I think as silly as it was and, and kind of, you know, over the top, I think that Dragonfire or Wars pulled off pretty pretty well a silly plot and played it straight okay i get that um i think i agree with you on that one i'm willing to to slot that one there too like above yeah. uh behind that so at yeah at, so yeah i would put yeah that's how I did. so what's the recap uh the recap is uh at number five we've got dragon fire at six we've got Deathstalker two battle of the titans because <laughs> it has a subtitle. I did not see a Titan that was battled. No. I don't recall any of those. And at number seven, Ator the Fighting Eagle. I like it. Yep, think so yeah. too. Um, yeah, <sighs> I think if you're looking for where to, to dive into the Deathstalker franchise, um, you can go right ahead and skip number one and go to this one. They're not related whatsoever. This is just this is just the more fun, fun version. Yeah. So I, would, I would start here. 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah, good talk, and good work, good work. For, if you're looking for a good shadow fight and some really, like, that guy had some beautiful big hair. Yes, he did. Then if you're looking for that, Ator's your man. Yeah, uh, and if you're looking for a, if you're looking for a good shadow fight, play Ocarina of Time. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. if you're looking for anything better than anything that we've watched, um, Stardust? The, last se- the last season starts uh, the next weekend. The last season of? The little HBO show. Oh, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones. Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, it's just a, just a small small thing. It's an indie thing. Hasn't left any yeah. kind of cultural imprint. No, nobody nobody talks about it at all. God. Oh. So now that we're ahead of is it season eight or season seven, it's going to be season eight, I think. Eight. Yep. Yeah. Whatever. Last season. Mm-hmm. Um, who wins? Who's on the Who's on the Iron Throne? What I have wanted, what I have screamed for years, is I want the last season or the last. At least in the books, I want the final final book to be a complete high fantasy. Go change the tone radically, and everything is just magic and elves. And it's just suddenly somehow like, oh, and we can talk to this dragon, and his name is Sunfire, and he is happy and and speaks with a with an outlandish accent, and quips like a like a like an appliance on the on the Flintstones. Hey, it's better than what George R. R. Martin's come up with right now. You mean nothing? It's nothing. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm sure he's got a lot. Um, I want the the series to end with the throne being dismantled. I want it actually to be that. That's the thing that I've never understood. People talking about Danny Ares as being uh being insane. I'm like, no, she's not insane. She actually has a plan. She actually has some kind of thing and actually gives a damn compared to the rest of them. Or, or Davos. Davos and Lady Mormont. Um, yeah, I could dig that. I the, the little the little girl. Yeah, yeah. I I like it. I like the idea of Danny using her dragons to melt the Iron Throne down and yeah. like, hey, we have ruined these kingdoms for so long with our petty squabbles. Let's um, let's try something let's different. Do something new. Let's yeah. try something new. That line yeah. that line that's really telling about how you know that's there's a wheel 
and someone says to her, you know, well, it's, you know, people have tried it before stopping the wheel in one place. Like, I want to break the wheel, which. Yeah. I, yeah. Let's just, let's <clears throat> finish it. Let's just, we're, we're done. Mm-hmm. We don't need this. We, we, we haven't done a great job. Yeah. Because no, yeah, millions of people are dead and it doesn't matter because climate change is happening. And if we could phrase climate change like the white walkers were coming. Yeah. Then, then we might actually get something done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, bitter uh, commentary. Bitter commentary. Let's go watch Death Soccer 2. That's better. Uh, that'll make you feel better. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know who's going to end up on it. I just hope they stick the landing. You know, I, I've invested enough in this show. I read all the books that are out. I found out about this, about the, about the books, about six months after Feast for Crows came out. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, it's not going to be that long. There hasn't been that long of a wait for these next ones. It's only going to come out in like a year or two. I'll be I'll be fine six years later. I'm yeah. grizzled. I have a beard. You know nothing about anything that's gone on. <laughs> like, right. Um, yeah. I read the books along with their subsequent TV season. Mm. Like I, even though I know that they did, they went off, you know, away from the, the central story. But I, I tried to read them along with the season that that kind of corresponded most with the the book. Right. I think well, I told you about this. I, I I never want to read the phrase and he was clad in boiled leather again. Yeah. I, I don't care. I don't care what they're like. The reason why it takes George R. R. Martin so long to write these books is that about half of it is just describing what these people are wearing and they're eating what they're eating. And sometimes. And but and and if you want to do that for the first book to really lay the groundwork for the world great by like books four and five they should be like pamphlets at this point <laughs> they should just yeah. be like just bullet points like here we I, go I, this is what happens I, i'm just not as interested as i used to be and it's mostly because it's just dragged on and i i'm kind of in the mood for something more for more optimistic media i mean that's that's been my thing with a lot of these or is it's just kind of it's dragging it's just dragging on. It's just dragging Dragon, on. Yeah, 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 yeah. And with that. <laughs> <laughs> with that. All right. So good talking with you. Um, you we have yes. You can reach us with at our uh, Twitter account, Sword in Boardcast. Uh, we'll be updating the uh, the letterboxed list we have, and that's ex- uh, accessible from there. Lars, you got anything you want to say? Anything you want to plug? No. Um, thank you for listening and, and for coming back um, and supporting our, our rambles. Um, hope that, you know, there's so much content out there. I hope that in some small way we're able to narrow down your late night choices. And that if you're ever in the mood for some silly stuff, um, we are going through it and letting you know what stuff to avoid and what stuff might be worth it. Yeah. The thing I I have found with the podcast that I like is it tends to remind me of hanging out with my friends and feeling like I'm part of a group of friends again. And if in any way, shape, saddest, saddest, Goddamn sense. <laughs> no, 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 like, like that you've ever said. <laughs> uh, no, but no, but remi- I mean, this this podcast reminds me <laughs> of what it feels like to have friends. <laughs> okay, no, <laughs> have you? No, ass. No, no. Uh, what I mean is like that that feeling of when you were back, you know, back hanging out with your friends in middle school, kind of thing. Like, there's a lot of podcasts where it's just people talking and having that kind of banter and what i'm saying mm. is if this helps you get through the the shattered hellscape of 2019 in any way shape or form i'm glad that we're able to help indeed political <laughs> commentary <laughs> That's, oh goodness well hey have a great night everybody uh you guys stay good bye